Hey, welcome to Feminism Reimagined, where we talk about the feminist movement in the past up to today. We will address its issues and the many different parts, good and bad, that make up the movement. This includes the racism, homophobia, religious discrimination, and more that have been present but barely talked about. We're going to be covering intersectionality and how we can change the feminist community for the better. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about how sexism impacts women of color differently than it does white women. So one way this uh, comes into play is through beauty standards. Um, so what features does society value? Well, society tends to value the common Western or Eurocentric beauty standards that are centered around white people, which is like thin, straight hair, light hairless skin, blue eyes, and small noses. Women of color are often forced to conform to these beauty standards. They have to shave their legs starting from a young age, change their hair, and more. They're often taken less seriously in jobs if they don't conform to these standards, even if the job doesn't have anything to do with how they look. So because of these beauty standards, they're less likely to be hired for jobs. This is because people who are thought of as are automatically taken more seriously. Even if we don't realize it, everyone subconsciously has a bias for those who they think are more beautiful. And for a lot of people, this is um, people with Western and Eurocentric features. This is a big part of jobs in professional life. Lawyers are more likely to convince the jury and win a court case if they are beautiful. Yeah, many times black women are scorned or turned away from jobs because of their hair, which is regarded as unprofessional. Black women are 58% less likely to be higher than white men in government. And a study done by the New York Times found that when the name, race, and gender of a person was withheld from recruiters, the number of black women that were called in significantly increased. This means that even if two people have the same credentials and talent for a job, the employer's choice will always be unfair towards black women. And this isn't just based on, this prejudice isn't just based on how they look, it's also based on stereotypes. Black and Latina women are thought of as lazy and unsuccessful, which makes it really difficult for them to get a job. Even if they do manage to get a job, there's an insane wage gap between women of color and white men. We've all heard the statistic that white women earn 79 cents for every dollar that white men make, but what you probably don't know is that most women of color earn even less. Yeah, black women earn 64 cents for every dollar a white man makes, and Latina women earn 54 cents, and indigenous women earn 58 cents, but sometimes even less than that depending on their tribe. We're going to be going more into the struggles that Native women face in the next episode, such as sexual abuse. Women of color in general face more sexual harassment and abuse than white people. 41 to 65% of Asian American women face violence by a partner or someone they know, which is a 35% higher rate than white women. Yeah, and only 1 in 16 black women report their rape. Why only 1 in 16? This is because a lot of the times they don't trust law enforcement and they don't want to report or say anything because they don't want to conform to the stereotypes. I think a lot of the times people don't even realize they're biased against women of color. What steps can you take to realize it? Well, an important step, I think, is to recognize your privilege. Like, if you're white, you're white before you're anything else. You're white before you're a woman, if you're a white woman. And this is a way that feminism is flawed, because women don't realize that, that they're white before they're women. It's also super important to take steps to listen to the experiences of women of color. Many books have been written on intersectional feminism and the experiences of women of color. And those are, like, if you're looking to improve your feminism and make it more intersectional, those are really good books to read. Um, in general, if you're something like if you're trying to take down racism or sexism, you have to listen to the people who are part of the groups that are being affected instead of just trying to speak over them. And over the course of this podcast, we're going to go into more depth about these issues, focusing on the struggles of more specific groups. We are a group of students who are trying to educate more people about the 
We really hope you enjoyed this episode.